Madison's Alternative, 106.7 The Resistance. This week on the Disruptor Series, I'm joined by Matt Mason. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm great. So happy to have you in studio. We haven't seen you in a long time. Yeah. When was the last time I was here? I think it was summer 2019. Man. You sold out the High Noon Saloon. Yep. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. We had an argument last night about there was a gig that we did where afterwards a girl f- literally followed us to a bar oh, no. and then she asked if she could come in with us and we were like, we'd rather you didn't. And then she still did and invited like 12 of her friends. Oh, no. And it was not fun. <laughs> but the show was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you do have some touring coming up. Mm-hmm. How is it post-pandemic? I'm excited. I'm nervous because now it's been, I guess, end of 2019 was the last gig we did with like full band. And we're putting together a whole new show. But I'm very eager and impatient. And you have new music to showcase as well. That's the other thing I'm nervous about. We've got to learn all of that stuff. Yeah. But it's also got to be really exciting to know that people are going to see this art that has kind of been hidden for years. Yeah, I can't wait. It's really cool to see after like two years off, the music kind of like kept growing. And so we're still doing a tour that's bigger than any tour we've done before after not touring for a few years. So it's like very nice to see that fans are still like ready to buy tickets. They're hungry. Yeah. (laughs) So tell us about this new album. It was written basically from right before Bank on the Funeral came out to probably about six months ago. And it's just songs from all across that four years that kind of like shows itself in the album. It's pretty eclectic and pretty kind of unhinged I feel like and it's about a lot of different things so I think it's a less like linear narrative that I'm used to writing um, and more of a like a a stream of consciousness but I'm really excited to show people this stuff because I feel like it's uh it's stuff that I wrote after being alone for two years Mm -hmm. so do you think people will be able to pick out which songs were written during the pandemic after the pandemic or before the pandemic I don't think there's too much that's like poignant with the pandemic or anything, but like maybe there's some that I think just feel more isolated than, mm-hmm. than other ones. Like you could tell I, I'd been like hiding in my house for three weeks or, but yeah, maybe. It sounds so lonely. Yeah. I mean, well, I was in Austin, Texas at the time and I just moved there and it was I was there for three years, and for some reason, I think it was because I would go out on tour and then I would get home and just be like a hermit. And I did that the whole time I lived in Austin, so I never, I just never made a friend in Austin that whole time. My only friend was my girlfriend. <laughs> she was a great friend, and Timmy, my dog. Yeah. Um, but I would just travel so much, so I would still see people um, until the pandemic happened. Then it was just like, oh, dang, like it's just me. Do you feel like you need to have that isolation after being on the road? Like, do you need time to recharge by yourself? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's because, I mean, you go from just like being 100% on for 40 days or whatever. And then, yeah, I've got to like literally just lock myself in a room and play video games for two weeks just to recharge. Is there anything you can do while you're on the road that helps you with that too? Yeah, I mean, I'm learning. Um and I think two years off really helped me realize a lot of the like different vices or bad habits that I had. 
um, which mainly consisted of like drinking every night and staying out until 2 a.m. and smoking cigarettes. And I'm there the next day like, why does my voice feel so bad? Yeah. Why do I feel so bad? But like working out, like... Just taking care of yourself. Eating healthy. Yeah. Well, we're happy that you are finding ways to share your music and to share your your tips with all of us to make us all feel better. <laughs> Does that ever weigh on you? Does it ever feel like other people's expectations and pressure shows in the music or that you feel like you have to write music that does help other people? Um, no, not really, because I feel like I've always thought at the end of the day, if the music is like 100% honest, like with myself and what I want it to be, that's the reason people are attracted to my music in the first place is because it's very like true to heart and real. And so I think as soon as I let that creep into my mind of like, what if they don't like it, you know, I'll start writing differently and I'll start mm -hmm. writing under pressure like that. And I think a lot of people fall into that trap and some people are really good at it. Um, yeah. But I think the whole reason that I'm in the position I'm in in the first place is because I wrote the way that I wrote. So I try to just stay thinking about that when I sit down and start writing. The new song is called Blood Runs Red. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us about the song? Uh, yeah, I wrote that was one of the first ones I wrote for this record. Um, it was right before the pandemic hit, and it was basically about touring. Um, it was about being on the road and getting like so much validation from thousands of people every night. I think it's really easy to just lose yourself in that and you know become start to invite those kind of narcissistic tendencies that come along with that. And then all of a sudden, after touring for, you know, 30 shows or whatever, you go home and then you go to, like, your girlfriend's dad's birthday party or something, and nobody cares what you do. Yeah. And you're just like, what's going on? And that's kind of what that song's about. And the music video for that song is very interesting. Did you, like, write that, produce that? Like, how did that music video come to happen? So I came up with the kind of general idea and then my buddy Jesse DeFlorio, I sent him that and then he made like a treatment of, of how it would look, but it kind of just started as I want the feeling that I'm talking about that was happening on the inside to just be reflected on the outside to look cool. And so I remember like we started putting the music video together and the one thing that the record label asked is they didn't want the mask to be too grotesque and then we got it and we were like, yeah. <laughs> But it was sick, and they didn't say anything, so it worked out. <laughs> Labels in the corner, like, hmm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what are you, what are you gonna do after you spend, you know, twenty grand on a music video? Yeah. It's already done. Like, <laughs> uh, we have a software program where our listeners can rate songs as they're playing, and every week we count down the top five overall. So that's library songs, new songs, recurrent, all of them. And Blood Runs Red came in second last week. Nice. Who's above me? Uh, Portugal the man. Oh my god. <laughs> if I ever see them. But also for that song to make it into the high five so quickly is oh, a cool. true testament to how how much people are reacting to the song immediately. They're connecting with it right away for them to be rating it highly and so often right out of the gate. That's so cool. So that's individual people like on their mm -hmm. phones like rating it. Yep. That's awesome. We call them the members of the resistance. Nice. And they have a say in every song we play, and that's how we do a lot of our programming. But yeah, it's really cool to see 
when new artists like our new songs come in, usually it takes a couple months for them to warm up and and become familiar enough mm-hmm. for them to get those kind of scores. But right out of the gate, you're in the high five. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, new single from Matt Mason comes out tomorrow. We're also going to see him at the Pabst Theater in Milwaukee, October 12th. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. Matt Mason on the Disruptor Series on The Resistance.